0: Welcome to the Contending for Christ Apologetics podcast, where Danny seeks to empower believers to defend their faith. This fight is internal, defending against false teachings that are creeping into the church as well as our hearts and minds. It is also external, with believers needing to know how they can solidify and defend their beliefs. So sit back and relax as we contend for Christ. Today we're going to be wrapping up our focus on the Christmas season seeing as Christmas Day is going to be here in just a matter of a few days. So I hope this series has been enlightening and encouraging to you, and I, I thank you for checking in and uh, checking out all these episodes on the Christmas series. You see, to conclude the series, I just want to look at a common misconception about the Christmas season. You see, there's a debate among people as to how Christmas actually began on the 25th of December. You see, I'm not, I'm not really talking about when Jesus was born in this episode. I'm going to spend some time on that. But what I really want to focus on is how did the 25th of December become the recognized date of the Messiah's birth? That's what we really want to look at today. You see, most people understand that the 25th of December was first celebrated by Constantine. I think it was in 336 AD. And that it was officially selected by Pope Julius I around the 350th AD. But there's debate as to Where that date even came from, and why was it selected? Was it pagan? So while Christmas officially became a recognized holiday on the 25th of December, before the mid-4th century, how did Christmas even evolve into the date? Does paganism have influence onto the specific selection of the 25th of December? Was Jesus born on the 25th of December or another day, possibly another month or season? Today we're going to be looking at two competing views as to the origins of this debate. You see, the most common story on Christmas's origin centers around a pagan festival called Saturnalia. Saturnalia was a festival that Rome had been observing since around the 2nd or 3rd century BC, and this was about 200 years before the birth of Christ. The festival was actually considered to be really the most popular Roman holiday, which was dedicated to their Roman god Saturn he was considered to be the god of sowing or the god of agriculture. The Saturnalia Festival, it was about a week-long festival and went from the 17th of December to around the 23rd. And in the festival, it evolved a lot of customs, such as gift-giving, hanging wreaths, and even singing. There was also a lot of uh, self-indulgence, lewdness, lasciviousness. There's a good King James word for you, uh, lasciviousness. It is said to have a a Mardi Gras type similarity in its observance as well. A lot of a lot of just immorality going on. And immediately following the ending of Saturnalia, Rome marked the winter solstice, which is an observance of the shortest day of the year. You see also happening on the twenty fifth of December was the celebration of Mithra. And Mithra was considered to be the god of light, and on this particular day was considered to be the most sacred day of the year where Mithra was part of the Indian, Persian, which would have been Persia, modern day Iran, is part of the mythology and dates back about a thousand years before Christ. Many people actually indicate that this religion, I guess it would be called Mithraism, it was continued by the Roman emperor and was actually a competing religion of Christianity during about the third and fourth century AD. Mithra was, I guess, the equivalent the Persian equivalent to the Greek Helios and the Rome's soul invictus gods which meant the unconquered sun. see while all this happening around that time many people see Constantine using this period to celebrate Jesus's birth and using it as an opportunity to replace the pagan festivals and turn the focus and attention on the birth of Christ you see There would be a strategy in this. They would allow the culture to, at least at that time, have their curiosity piqued by the celebration of this man we call Jesus in his birth. And it would produce opportunities to witness in this Roman Empire. Hence the origins of a 25 December date for Christmas observance in the Roman Empire by Constantine and the official recognition by Pope Julius around 350 A.D. That 25 December was actually chosen to confront the Pagan holiday of Sol Invictus, which was actually celebrated on the 25th of September, Saturnalia Festival, which was the week-long prior, and the Winter Solstice, which was right after Saturnalia. So there's a lot of people that believe this first view is the reason why the 25th of December was selected. To be a competing view, a competing uh, observance, during these pagan festivals and to use it as an opportunity to witness to people. Now that definitely seems to be a noble thing and a noble effort to take a pagan or an immoral or just a anti-Christian holiday and to give that holiday to God and use it to worship Him, to tell others about Him. Every day is unto the Lord. So if this would be the view that you hold on to, This view actually has some holes in it. And one of the holes that we find is that there's actually no clue to the paganism influence into the origins of Christmas until about the 12th century. And that was about 900 years after the Roman Catholic Church would have chose that day as the official date of observance. I would imagine that we would have expected to see writings earlier to this date, earlier to 350 A.D., that ties paganism into the Christmas origins and its observance rather than waiting until 900 years later. So, and there's more holes in that, but I think this second view that I'm about to go into uh, goes a lot deeper and shows the 25th of December date having no pagan influence, but rather having a theological and a traditional influence into it. You see this next one is going to be a very old view it was made famous recently by a man by the name of Louis de kesney and thomas talley and it has to really do with jesus's death at passover and so looking at the birth of christ on the 25th of december according to church history and tradition you got to look at jesus's death at passover so let's turn to and look at it's a third century writing by an early Christian apologist by the name of Tertullian. And it was in his writing, Adversus Judeus, or translated, In Answer to the Jews, in the eighth chapter it says, Under Tiberius Caesar, in the month of March, at the time of the Passover, on the eighth day before the calends of April, March 25th, on the first day of unleavened bread, on which they slew the Lamb at even, just as been enjoined by Moses. See, here in Tertullian's In Answer to the Jews, chapter 8, he calculates Jesus' death to have occurred about 25 March, and then looks at nine months from 25 March being 25 December, and it was believed that Jesus was crucified on the same day as conception. And this belief actually has continued historical backing as well. You see an anonymous uh, treatise in the 4th century, which was actually attributed to John Chrysostom. And basically what this says is, Therefore our Lord was conceived on the 8th day of the calends of April, in the month of March 25th, which is the day of the Passion of the Lord and of His Conception. For on that day He was conceived, on the same He suffered. And again, Augustine actually continued this belief in the fifth century. In his writing on the Trinity, he said, For he, Jesus, is believed to have been conceived on the twenty fifth of March, upon which day also he suffered. So the womb of the Virgin, in which he was conceived, where no one of mortals was begotten, corresponds to the new grave in which he was buried, wherein was never man laid, neither before him nor since. But he was born according to tradition, upon December the 25th. Now, if you were to continue going through the centuries of the church age, you're going to continue to see this belief continue onward in the church. So, with the two competing views on the origins of how 25 December became the date of Jesus' birth, we see first is the Catholic church view, officially recognizing it around 350 AD at at the time of Saturnalia and Sol Invictus. The view actually teaches that paganism influenced the selection of 25 December for the birth of Christ and that Constantine saw this as really an evangelistic effort, a witnessing opportunity in 336 AD to promote the religion of Christianity during a pagan festival. Again, this would be a noble attempt and a noble thing to do to try to take a pagan holiday and give it to God and use it as a witness opportunity. The second view is the most accurate view as to why 25 December has been selected as Jesus' birth, or at least observance of it. This one actually has the historical backing. Like I had said, as early as Tertullian's writing in the 3rd century, which was about a 100 years before Constantine, and continued by John Chrysostom and later Augustine and others throughout the church history, December 25th seems to have been a well-established date as to the belief of Jesus' birth prior to even Pope Julius officially making it a holy day on 350 AD. Additionally, early Christian writings reveal that it wasn't paganism that influenced the date, rather it was theology that influenced it. And this theology is the fact that they believe Jesus was born nine months from the crucifixion date on 25 March. So if 25 December was truly deemed the birth of Jesus as early as Tertullian, why then was Christmas not celebrated and observed in the second century? If it was as early as the second century, why hasn't the church observed the birth of Jesus Christ? And that's a pretty valid question. You see, we would expect to see early writings as to the observance of this at least in the first century, second century, third century, right? Well, actually, no. And the reason why we don't see observance early in the church history is actually because of paganism. That's why you don't see Christmas observance early. You See, the early church never celebrated the birth of a figure. Why? Because they thought it was actually a pagan idea. The early church didn't want to associate paganism with Jesus Christ. That's actually probably one of the main reasons why God never reveals in Scripture the day of Jesus' birth. Think about it. For the crucifixion and the resurrection, we know it was during Passover, prior to Pentecost, and we can easily deduce a couple specific days into history as to the Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection around the 14th of Nisan. But try and find point markers in the Bible about the day of Jesus' birth. You're going to come up empty. You see, I know there's debate as to whether Jesus was born in winter in December or spring in April, whatever the case is. But we can't find that in Scripture one way or the other. In early Christian culture, one's death or their martyrdom was of much greater significance than would have been remembered or observed. Why? Because that's actually the date that they believe that they entered into the kingdom of God. And so early Christian church wouldn't observe the birth of any historical or important church figure because they thought it was pagan idea. Rather, they would have observed that individual's death. So does the selection of 25 December to observe Jesus' birth have pagan roots No. The 25th of December has been established as the birth of Christ theologically hundreds of years before Constantine. The Catholic Church under Pope Julius around 350 AD, all they did was simply recognize that date, which was already established based upon Tertullian and even earlier than that. In years prior to Constantine, who was believed to be a Christian ruler, was seeking to continue to build the Christian empire and as such he simply observed Christmas on 25 December Really due to the common known theological and traditional beliefs, not due to pagan influences. There you have it. The observance of Christmas in December on the 25th is not born out of paganism. It wasn't born out of Saturnalia, Sol Invictus, or the Winter Solstice. It was born and observed due to theological and traditional views held prior to the Roman Catholic Church. So I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I hope that it was informative and enlightening to you. You see, let me know your thoughts as to the origins of Christmas in the comment section. In the end, it really doesn't matter theologically as to when Jesus was born. What actually matters is that Jesus was born of a virgin, as Isaiah prophesied, in the city of David, as Micah prophesied, and died for our sins, as Isaiah prophesied. So if you're curious, do your own study on the topic. You can check out a few links in the description for some great resources that I have and that I used. So, as always, I thank you for checking in. If you do like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Give us a rating, leave a comment, share this with all your family and friends. Check out our YouTube ministry at c4capologetics.com, uh, YouTube ministry, C4C Apologetics. Also, check out our website at c 4 c com as well. So, until next time, I thank you for checking in god bless thanks for listening we pray this ministry glorifies god and edifies you the listener for more great content including videos blogs newsletters and a free ebook check out our website at c4capologetics.weekly.com you can also email us at c4capologetics at gmail.com with questions or ideas for future episodes we truly appreciate you Please like, share and comment on this episode and don't forget to subscribe for future episode notifications. Thanks for checking in and remember to be bold and keep contending for Christ.